When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Happy Sunday to you, Vikings Ventline. Back at it. Executive producer here, Declan Goff, rocking an off-season edition of Vikings Ventline. We do the show in the off-season because we like to hear from Vikings fans. 52 weeks out of the year. During the Vikings season, we have Mackie, Judd, and myself bringing you on the screen with us to talk about the Vikings games, but also there's plenty to always talk about in the offseason, so Vikings Ventline also lives in the offseason. If you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, it's scrolling at the bottom of the screen for the YouTube audience. For the podcast audience, shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com if you'd like to get in on a uh, show. I have, I have some guests still lined up for future shows, but please shoot me an email. I'll gladly get you in queue. Last-minute openings also always happen, so uh, shoot me an email if you have an interest in getting in on Vikings Bentline. I'd love to hear from you guys. we got fans all over the place, all over the country, all over the globe. I'd love to come on this show, and this show really is about you guys, the Vikings fans. So uh, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Of course, Vikings Ventline and Purple Daily are powered by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL and TCL televisions. And, of course, Surly Brewing Company. Try the Furious, the Variety Pack. Go to the Tap Room. Get the Warp Zone. That's my favorite one, exclusive to the Tap Room, Surly Brewing. Uh, they're a great beer company. They're right down the road here from KSTP and Score North. We love them. Go say hi to them. Tell them Score North sent you. I got my guy Bill and Paul who are about to join us uh, here on Vikings Ventline. Excited to hear from them. The draft is about a little less than a month away, so plenty of things still to be discussed. And also, also some other off-season topics that I'm excited to get into. So we'll waste no more time. Let's get our guys in here. We got Bill. We got Paul. Bill, you've been on Vikings Ventline. You're a veteran of this show before. Paul, this is your first time. Um, Bill, where are you located? Are you in Minnesota? Are you outside Minnesota? Vegas. Vegas. And Paul, yes. are you, Paul, are you in California? California. California. Yep, Central Valley. Okay, cool. And, and Paul's a school teacher on lunch break right now. So this honestly works yes. great for his yes. time period. <laughs> Uh, Bill yes. is uh, is out there uh, hammering the overs with now the uh, prop bets being placed on the Vikings. So I'm sure there's uh, plenty of bets oh, that Bill's, Bill's about <laughs> to place already. I love it, dude. Um, guys, thanks for coming on uh, Vikings Ventline. I just want to get into it right away here. You know, we've uh, kind of seen the free agent class come in in a little bit here, and the Vikings roster mostly is going to stay the same. We'll get into them running it back in a, in a little bit here. But I'm curious on your most impactful players that you see making a big difference in, uh, in 2022. And, of course, Justin Jefferson's name comes up. But as I was talking to you guys um, in the prep notes, that I was curious if who is a player that you concede making a step forward that isn't named Justin Jefferson? Bill, I'll start with you. Who's someone that you think takes a big impact and takes a big step forward in 2022 for the Vikings? I think it's Darius Smith. And 
it's something they struggled with last year, even when they had Daniil. Yeah, Everson came back, and it took a little pressure off Daniil, but now you literally have kind of the essence of two Daniils. You know, Zardarius on one side, Daniil on the other, moving one back into coverage, moving one in. The things that they could do with those two, because now Zadarius is there, is unlimited. You know, who's coming from which direction, who's going out, who's – I think that's the biggest impact. I think the defense already is better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. With the young signing of Pat, Pat P bringing him back and uh, the guy from Green Bay, I can't think of his name right now. The uh, Chan, Chan Smith. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, this the three four defense, which we're not really used to as Vikings fans. And look, I know no. um I know Kevin O'Connell and Ed Donatel both said those will be situations where they use that traditional four three, but we haven't seen the really the three four defense be the base defense that the Vikings have had really in a long, long time. We're used to having those four no. down linemen. They're used to seeing guys off the edge, right? We've seen Jared Allen and Daniel Hunters and Everson Griffin, Ray Edwards, the Williams wall. We've always seen these staunch defenders on the line and now it's with it being a completely different look right you have Zadarius Smith who can play off the edge he can be that outside linebacker that yeah. rushes the quarterback and I agree man I mean yes there's some injury history there because he only played in basically two reg- two games in all of last year one being the playoff game for Green Bay right. but if him and Daniel Everybody are healthy right like you, you can see them absolutely feasting on quarterbacks and I'm, I'm excited for him too uh and yeah. his salary is very lowered and it's it's basically a not it's not a big risk for the Vikings to take a chance on him and, and pair him with Daniel Hunter and I'm I'm excited to see uh what he can do. Paul, what about you, man? Who's an impact player you can see taking a big step forward in 2022? I don't know if I see him taking a big step forward, but I'm hoping Kirk. I'm hoping Kirk Cousins. Cause I think he needs to take that step forward of where he doesn't just put up good stats. He doesn't just, you know, um Whenever we're down seven points, he suddenly is Joe Montana out there or Tom Brady. He needs to do it to where he puts us in positions uh, to win, where he puts us in positions where we can have a lead and keep a lead. I know that goes with the defense too, you know, keeping that lead, especially, you know, whenever we're up in Baltimore last season or anything like that. But whenever the defense is struggling, he needs to be the one to, uh, to lift the team and, I think the last, you know, three, four years, he hasn't done that. And that's what we pay a quarterback $30, $35 million to do is lift up a team mm-hmm. whenever, whenever things aren't working. Bill, were you about to say something on Kirk there? So we've all called for Kirk's head, I guess, at some point in our yeah. Viking yeah. life. <laughs> I wanted him. Um, I'm not a Kirk stand. But I do see, like I, said, I was a quarterback in high school. I coached for a while after. I played for a while after. He's improved every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know He's gotten better in every aspect of his game every year. And if you look at the last two years, he actually has more fourth quarter comebacks than any other quarterback in the league. You know what I mean? There's things that he has improved. And that's with an offense that was not designed for him. You know what I mean? That was a Zimmer offense, run the ball, play action. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even run play action this last year, really, anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think you put him with an offense that's designed for him, I think he can't take another step. I mean, is he yeah. going to be Mahomes? No, of course not. You know, he doesn't have the physical attributes of Mahomes, but everybody calls him a checkdown guy when he's really not. You look at that offense last year, the last couple of years, the checkdowns were designed for two, three yards. You know what I mean? But then if you look at the Rams, you look at the 49ers, you look at Kansas City, their checkdowns are designed for seven, eight yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a quarterback can really – he could take a play and make it better than it is, but he can only do so much with a play call that is called. 
Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. No, I totally get oh, what you're yeah. saying. He, he's, you're right. I mean, he has taken steps yeah. forward individually. I mean, he, he, he had some comebacks last season. He could have had even more if, if kicks go their right. way and they don't get their bad calls. Uh, they don't get the bad calls against them. He definitely took a step forward. It just, it feels like the team, right? has just kind of been flat, right? Like it's just been stagnant right. and it has no energy. And as he, can no he energy. do something even more? Because with the price tag that's on him, can his, can he yeah. get those expectations up and deliver it times 10? And yes, he has right. taken those steps, but he yeah. hasn't been able to take the biggest step to help them get them exactly. over the hump. So yeah. I, it is a good point. I mean, I know we're, we're hard on this, hard on Kirk Cousins on this show, and uh, people who either hate watch us or don't watch us, I think think believe that we have this opinion <laughs> that he's not a good right. quarterback. He's he's a good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Yeah. I, mean, I say he's a good quarterback all the time. Right, but can you win a Super Second Bowl best with him? Quarterback in history. Yeah, like in right. History. right. I mean, statistically, he he's right up there. So. It is interesting. Yeah. I, I like both those answers. Zadarius Smith on the defensive side of the ball, and, and Paul, you bring up a good point. Can Kirk finally rise up and, and shut all of us up a little bit and say we yeah. indeed do <laughs> like that, right? And and can he actually yeah. take that take that next step forward? I'm 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 hopeful yeah. that he can actually do that this season too. I'm curious. Yeah, and I and I agree with Bill. I think the offense, like offense tailored towards him, I think he can. I definitely think he can. So I'm also curious if you guys on your thoughts of the Vikings basically running it back here, right? I mean. Pat P is coming back. Um, they got some plug and play guys now, and and I know there's new guys in Jordan Hicks, and you know they signed a guard on Friday afternoon, so th- there's some competition there. But mostly, the core players: Harrison Smith sticking around, Adam Thielen restructures, Justin Jefferson should still be a stud, Dalvin Cook's not going anywhere. For the mar- for the large part, pending what we see in the draft here in a month, it's basically going to be the same Vikings that we saw in 2021 and almost in 2020. So I'm, I'm curious in your thoughts on them running it back. Bill, do you think it's a good idea that the Vikings are still kind of saying, nope, we're, we're still fine here with Kirk. We just need a little tweaks, and then we'll take that next step forward. Do you think they're making the right call running it back? I'm open to it. So now the first week, I was kind of very doom and gloom. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not doing anything. They're not. But in the quarterback, it means you got to forget. you got to forget Spielman. you got to forget Zimmer. you got to forget the past. Mm-hmm. you got to move on with what's new. And there's a reason why the Vikings were the one everybody was saying was, you know, the best place for a coach to go is because they are, if you look at the offense, they're stacked on talent. Is there really another team that has that many weapons? Yeah. You know, especially now with KC trading Tyreek Hill, they don't have those weapons. I don't think there is another team that has, you know, Irv Smith, Thielen, Jefferson, Cook, and it goes on. So I'm, I'm okay with it, especially with, with I look at the other Darius sign and bringing Pat P back and whatever they do in the draft, you know, if they can get another DB or, you know, get another linebacker, somebody that's going to, you know, shore it up. I think our defensive line is stacked. And I'm okay with it because I look at last year and I, I feel like last year they were coaching away from another four or five wins. I think in the Bengals game, they're coaching, coaching away from winning that game. Mm-hmm. I look at the Baltimore game, same thing. Like they're just, a more aggressive coach on offense yeah. to getting them to win those games. There's there's too many talented players in that offense for them not to be a top five offense. And that's what I think it's been frustrating a little bit me, right? Like they've been 11th right. and 12th in scoring the last two seasons. And when you really consider all the cooks in that kitchen, they should be right. better, pun intended. Um, and if and, you look at those, sorry, you're good. You're sorry, good. My bad. Kevin, I mean, Kevin, if you look at the first, yeah, go, go, ahead. Oh, my bad. <laughs> go ahead, you go, you go. I was going to say that Kevin O'Connell is supposed to be the guy that unlocks it, right? Like that's why they shifted the philosophies, right. right? That's why they shifted the culture. Everything has to go to Kevin O'Connell to unlock that offense. So I, I'm hopeful that he right. can do that too. I look at the first four games of the season 
and it seemed like the offense was wide open and Kirk was running the offense. Mm-hmm. The Seattle game, I go back to the Seattle, I watched all the games over and over again, you know, in the offseason, just going back and forth. That Seattle game is the best game I've ever seen Kirk play. And it's one of the better games I've seen any quarterback play in the last few years. If you watch it, he's coming up to the line, he's checking, he's changing the play, he's going in. And I feel like Kirk got frustrated later on because I feel like Zimmer kept taking the reins back because they weren't winning, even though they were scoring points. And Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen were one and two the first four games of the season in yards. Yeah. But I think it wasn't Zimmer's way, so he started pulling the reins back. And I feel like the offense just got frustrated. Totally. Paul, what do you think, man? Do you think the bike's making the right call running it back? Oh, you're good. Paul, Paul's a school teacher, and even all of his uh, intercom and everyone has takes as well. So, so yes. selective voice of the yeah, right? right now. They got takes Everybody on the wants it. Yeah. Everybody has takes. Um, like, like I, wanted, I wanted them to take the Bears' approach. No, it's all good, man. You can talk over them by all means. I'm, I'm okay with that, unless it's like too yeah. loud. Oh, okay. Means, you can talk over it. I'm cool. Oh, okay. With yep. Okay. Okay. I did, just didn't want it to sound bad, uh, but maybe me muting is even worse. Um, but I wanted them to take the Bears approach where they took, you know, the high paid players and shipped them off. I liked what you guys were talking about where, you know, you work towards that 2023, 2024 cap space, and then you could be big spenders in, uh, in free agency. I wanted them to take that approach. And whenever they didn't take that approach and they signed Kirk, and then they and then they extended, you know, Thielen and didn't trade anybody. The only person they released was Adam Pierce, but no offense to him, but that's, that's fine. That's fine. No, no, that's perfectly fine. I was very much a oh man, what are they doing? But I'm willing to like Ryan, I'm willing to to see it out. I'm willing to say, okay, let's see what happens. If it maybe this year is 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 a necessary year because if it still ends up like last year. Maybe then they're like, okay, now we need to tear it down. Yeah. So maybe this is a necessity. Maybe it is a necessity to where, okay, it's not just them. It, it is the players, and we need to get rid of these high-paid players. You know, what What the Bears are doing here, gearing up for next season, is a tough sell to your fan base immediately, right? I mean, the, the Bears are basically admitting, hey, I know it's a new regime, and we got an exciting young quarterback, but things are going to be a little bleak still to start this 2021 season. But, hey, in 2022... Yeah. We're going to gear things up. We got a ton of dough ready to spend. When the free agency opens, we're going to be one of the big spenders, and that's going to be our year to tear it down and or to, to build it back up after we just tore it down this season. Um, from the Vikings side, and they got a rookie quarterback, and they got the rookie QB on the on that deal, yep. which helps which helps yeah. that cause, right? Um, yes. But the Vikings are saying, hey, no, we, we there's just small little tweaks here, and look, O'Connell and Quasi could end up being right here, but I, I it, that that's the issue. It just seems like the roster yeah. still isn't good enough for them to make that big hump. I know we talked about. If the offense is better, great, but can that mean you're a double-digit win team and you're not just like sneaking into the wild card, but you're you're competing for the division and a potential number one seed in the NFC? And I think that's just too far of a gap to make a big jump from just you're changing a coach and running back with basically yeah. um, the same roster. So I'm curious on that. What what are your guys' just expectations, too, for this season? I mean, I, I've, I ask a lot of Vikings fans this on Bentline. Um, and everyone's kind of had a little bit of a different answer. I'm curious, Bill, I'll start with you. What What are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? Well, I think the NFC is wide open. I mean, you have all the quarterbacks in the AFC. You know what I mean? You, yeah. got, you have the Rams, you have Tampa, and you have kind of Green Bay. I mean, they have, he has nobody to throw the ball to, but it's wide open. I think they can win the division. I think they can have double-digit wins. 
you know what I mean? It it doesn't take that much to flip a team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You look at San Fran. San Fran a couple of years ago was what six wins, seven wins, and then they're in the NFC Championship last year. You know, there's it doesn't take the NFL. There's always those teams every single year that you're like, oh, they're nothing, and then they're here. Last year, everybody's talking, oh, Minnesota's up here, and then they were down here. And it doesn't. I feel like this team. Well, I don't agree with the Bears' approach. Is there's too much talent on this team to blow it up? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You can't. And nobody wanted to leave. Everybody wanted to stay in this team. There was nobody coming out saying, you know, I want to go here, trade me, do this. I think the core group of players believe they can get there, and that's the most important part. If the players believe they can do it, they can do it, mm-hmm. or they can at least get close to it. And I expect. I didn't really say I'm drinking Viking Kool Aid. <laughs> I expect two playoff wins. Okay. I like it. This year. I love the expectation of it. Look, I like your San Fran comparison, right? Like, San Fran was middling after they made their Super Bowl appearance in 2019. In 2020, it was a blah year, right? They had some injuries and just things didn't go their way. But then they win two playoff games, right? And they're on the doorstep of potentially going to Super Bowl. They had a 10-point lead in the second half. They could have very well been back in the Super Bowl. So, hey, expectation of two playoff wins? I love that. Uh, Paul, what do you think, man? What are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? For sure, playoffs. Like okay. at a minimum, you, you have to get at a minimum that seven seed. Uh, my uh, but my honest expectations is minimum. You know, a high wild card. You know, five seed um, division. I don't know. Rogers is still Rogers, so I don't know if we're going to be able to get the division. Uh, but uh, at a minimum, you know, a high wild card uh, to give us a chance to at least win one game. I. I, I would love for them to win two games, but I don't know if I'm uh, my expectations is them winning, you know, multiple games, but for sure a wild card. And then honestly, I expect this defense to take a leap forward. It doesn't have to take a big leap forward. We were what, like 30th, 31st or something like that. If we get into the, into the uh, low teens or the, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20, that's a big improvement. Oh yeah. And then I know that's how it was when Zim first got here. He, uh, he brought, uh, you know, the worst defense and brought us up to, you know, mid, mid-teens. mid And then the offense should take a step forward, too. So I think all that means playoffs, if not division. And hopefully from there we can win ourselves a playoff game or two or four. Yeah, right. I know. It, it feels like if the offense indeed reaches its full potential, can like that, that defense just be, to your point, like 20th to like 16th in points allowed, right? Like not a complete sieve like they've been the last two years, but... Competent in two minutes. and in situations like inside two minutes or on third downs or in red zone, like can they figure out a way to be situationally good? I think that's all you can really ask for from a defense. Can you be situation situationally good in the red zone and, and not committing dumb turnovers and that kind of stuff? And and if that offense is indeed top ten, top five, like it should be now with Kevin O'Connell, yeah, that's probably a playoff team. Um and injuries on defense could potentially derail things and just inexperience and guys getting older, but I I'd be shocked that it would be like 30th again even though they've turned the things over from an de- offense from a defensive coach to an offensive coach it should be a lot better in 2022 so i'm curious how it rolls there as well um guys i always i always love to give to just like one last take you want to get off your chest any shout outs you like to do when i wrap vikings event line bill i'll start with you uh got anything else you'd like to get off your chest here real quick the reason that i'm positive on this team the competitive rebuild thing, and I know everybody's blasting the competitive rebuild. You can, and the similarities to this team that I look at, 
So I started going through the last few Super Bowl champions. Kansas City did the same thing. St. Louis. I mean, not St. Louis. L.A., the Rams pretty much did the same. They had their quarterback. They gave him a big contract. And then they got their quarterback. Kansas City did the same thing. They had a – oh, my God, I can't think of his name now. Alex Smith. Before, Alex Smith. before uh, Mahomes, yeah. Alex Smith, yeah. Alex Smith. So they had him. They drafted their guy. And at the same time, they're going to the playoffs. They're winning divisions. You know what I mean? They're doing what they can to win. They're not tanking. They're not throwing it in the towel. You can competitive rebuild. And I I look at it. They were open to trading Kirk. Mm-hmm. It's not like they were like, no, we're not trading Kirk. They just didn't get what they wanted. They mm-hmm. still want to win at the same time as rebuilding. And I will give them the time, just like we all gave Spillman and Zimmer the time, and we gave them everything. You have to see the season, but I see a lot of similarities to those teams. And those teams, what people don't understand, you can't just score. When they won the Super Bowls, they had top 10 defenses. Yeah. So you can have the greatest quarterback in the world, but if you don't have a defense, you're not going to win anything. Yeah. And I think this defense is definitely trending a lot better than it's been in the last couple of years. Yeah, they so, can get 15, they have a chance. Yes, yeah, so sometimes <laughs> sometimes just got to get lucky on defense, right? Like that Saints defense that's that it. won a Super Bowl, like that wasn't a great defense. They just created a crap ton of turnovers, and that's not like sustainable right, or far. it's not, yeah, with Favre, with Favre literally helping them to it. But that's not a sustainable <laughs> recipe. But at the same time, if it works for one year, hell, that's all we care about. We just want to see the Super Bowl before we die. That's the entire mission statement on this yeah. show. So for God's sakes, just to your point, Bill, just be an average defense. This offense is most likely going to cook. It's all we need. All we exactly. need is for them to be at least a competent yeah. defense. Paul, what about you, man? Anything else you'd like to get off your chest here on Vikings event line? Uh, um, I'm just cautiously hopeful with this season and with this. I think I think Quazy and and KOC, I think they're the right guys. But so that's the optimistic part. But I'm just very cautious with the whole, you know, bringing everybody back and the Kirk extension because I think the key, like Mackie says all the time, the key to win is, you know, getting that rookie quarterback, getting that rookie quarterback on the rookie scale contract. And that's what I want because I've, I haven't been following the team for as long as most people. I've only been following it since 08. And since then we haven't had, you know, a good quarterback on a rookie contract. We had Ponder, but that wasn't good. We had Teddy, but he, his knee exploded. I love Teddy too. Um, But and that's what I want. I wanted a, you know, rookie quarterback on a rookie scale contract. Uh, Kirk here for one season and then the rookie could take over. But I'm always optimistic. And at the end of the day, I'm always optimistic. I always think, oh, we got this. We can, you know, win this division. And it's just the last couple of years have kind of uh, beaten my optimism down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. As much as we sometimes can be, uh, you know, a little harsh on this team, Get excited for the draft. The season rolls around, and that purple Kool Aid yeah. starts flowing a little bit, right? Oh, like yeah. once the sting of the oh, regular yeah. season ends, and you get over that, and get all that that frustration out, and you get a little bit optimist uh, optimism uh, raining a little bit, and things start start to pick up. So I'm excited to see what they do in the draft here. I think it's going to be a blast. Um, and I, I, you know what? Even though the Vikings and NFL season is only like three or four months, this is why I love talking to Vikings fans because I'm always curious in what they're thinking about, and and this optimism is key. And I think that's that's an important part too. So. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, Bill, Paul, appreciate you dudes joining me on Vikings Ventline. Um, appreciate if, the show. Of course. Thank, thank you, you for, uh, for, for coming it. on. If anyone is watching this for the first time, hit the subscribe button. We are a daily Minnesota Vikings podcast, seven days a week. We're on Apple, Spotify. The Score North app is also a central hub. And again, if you'd like to get on a show, 
shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. I will gladly on gladly add you to the queue. We will be back on Monday with Mackie and Judd back at full strength. This has been Purple Daily.